Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello and welcome to the Alexis Pereira program. This is episode 15. I'm your host, Alexis Pereira. And with me as always, the... Kate Hudson to my Kate Beckinsale, Alex Estrada. <laughs> Were they ever in a movie together? I don't think so. Oh, I, just like us. Well, <laughs> never happened. <laughs> you know, unless that tape gets out. But that's only if I need to make it. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, how are you, Alex? How's your week been? Uh, my week's been pretty good. Uh, I actually went on a bar crawl last night, a uh, socially responsible bar crawl through uh, Williamsburg. Those weren't socially responsible even before the pandemic, so... <laughs> There we go. It, it, it's fine. You know, I've got a little bit of a cold, but I'm sure it'll clear up by the time I get to my cousin's wedding <laughs> at the Tony Roma's in Montclair, New Jersey this Saturday. <laughs> so you went to a bunch of bars. Is that outdoors? I went, to, I went to a couple. Yeah, outdoor outdoor locations. It's pretty. It seemed pretty well uh, regulated. Folks uh, kept to themselves primarily, and uh, everything shut down like right at eleven. So it felt like a very responsible version of New Orleans. In a that's way, nice. Yeah, I don't like the 11 p.m. thing. Personally, I think that's very arbitrary. I, I guess they want to do it because of the neighbors or whatever. You drink till lights out. That's your way. I drink till lights out, whether whether they're the lights of the bar or the lights <laughs> in my head. Thank you. <laughs> I am watching a new TV show. I went out drinking last night, but that's almost every night, so I'm not, <laughs> not going to talk about that. I'm watching a new TV show called Salamander, and it is from Belgium, and it is the best show. Have you heard of the show? I, I have not heard of the show or the country. You mean the the Netherlands? <laughs> Belgium. Belgium. It's from Belgium. Okay. And it's about this man, old man. He's a, a gray, a white beard, white hair, long white hair. Okay. And he's a detective. And the show begins, there's a bank robbery, and he's investigating it. And he thinks, oh, the man who maybe installed the alarm, maybe he's a part of it. He goes to investigate that man. He gets run over by a car. He gets in his car. This cop, by the way, not just a man, this cop gets into the, and he's like, stop, police, chases this guy who killed the killer throughout the entire Belgium, because it's a small country, basically, and (laughs) they escape. So then he goes to the chief and he goes, I think that hit and run driver who killed the guy who put the alarm, I think he might be connected to the bank robbery. And the chief is just like, Girardi, you're out of line. If we investigated every single hit-and-run driver that killed a man and escaped from the police, I'd be up to my ears in paperwork. I'm not... Get get off of it. It's just... (laughs) Oh, wow. They have Democrats over there, too, huh? Apparently. (laughs) And he then decides, I'm just going to continue investigating on my own. He immediately gets suspended. Gun in your badge, Girardi. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it sounds like... Stop investigating murder. Wow. Uh, the this is in Belgium or in America 2022. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. I feel like Republicans would buy into the idea of you can run over a bicyclist and get away with it. So it's not just a Democrat thing. It's not just them. All right, all right. So wow. check it out. Salamander is it on Netflix? You said it's on. It's on Amazon, and I Amazon. believe there are four seasons of it, and I'm Whoa. already locked in. Jeez. All right. Well, it. next so one. Al- Alex, I'm I'm excited about this next guest, I have to tell you. He has been called the funniest man on Twitter by lawyer Ben Shapiro. <laughs> he you could catch him on Torco, uh, going around at UCB. He's also on a few Lloyd teams. I don't really know the names of these uh, wow. Lloyd teams. 
And in fact, you can catch him on his new Herald team, Forever 21. He actually is my teammate uh, wow. on this Herald team. Yeah. So you can catch us Tuesday. We'll be going up third at 1130 uh, at Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> I think tickets are already sold out, but I'll be in standby. Please do. Well, they are uh, socially distancing. Uh, so, you know, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Keaton Patty. Welcome Keaton Patty to the show. Hello. Hello. Thank you. I am on multiple Lloyd teams concurrently. <laughs> um, I, they, I, got a, I got an email from Matt Besser that said, I'm keeping the theater afloat. So That's amazing. Wow. So it was very nice. I've, I've been waiting for that email for eight years. Um, <laughs> You've always been, I would say, the, the funniest person who will never be on a weekend team. I, watching your, you, and, you and a couple other people, you're, you're pretty good. Me and a couple other people? <laughs> you give me a great compliment, and then you just undercut it immediately. You know, you and, you know, 30 other people probably. Yeah, everyone on, on the talent pages from uh, yeah. A through uh, K. A yeah. through K are definitely deserve it. And no, you. There, and you. There aren't that, to be to be fair, not that many funny people. Ooh. But you're, you're, you're funny. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. That's How's very... your quarantine been, uh, Keaton? It's been okay. Um... Recently, uh, started learning this boy, this Whoa, Rubik's no, cube. Just, learning how to. Folks at home, Keaton has just held up a Rubik's cube. Yes, uh, I bought this probably a decade ago. There was a time um, I bought both this and a yo-yo on Amazon, and I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna do both. I'm gonna learn how to do both of these, and that people wow. will be impressed." And that you wanted to be a young boy in the fifties, <laughs> exactly. And I, I was like twenty years old, or I was like twenty-two when I bought these things, and then learned how to solve this. Immediately forgot and didn't care, and uh, now I'm like, "What do I do during quarantine?" So I picked it back up. Let's can I can I say? And uh, please don't play with it during our podcast because even though we don't hear it in post, it'll be like dong dong dong. So we've had people uh, write on the podcast, like write with a pen and paper, and it was making noise. It's just it's crazy. All okay. right, people, well, yeah, we've had people fire their agents on the podcast. Okay. How did I? You can hear that. This? They can hear that. One hundred percent. Yeah. Oh man. All right, I won't play with it. But can you add the noises in post? I will do that. Just add. You can send me a file. It's soothing. Yeah. Just go to YouTube and type uh, ASMR Rubik's Cube noise. <laughs> that's like a million dollar idea, actually. Yeah. I have one, too. I occasionally try to at least do one side. It's very difficult. You have to watch, you have to learn. You have to Yeah, to teach you can't, you. like, you'd, have, you'd be a savant if you just saw it and you're like, I know how to do that. <laughs> you, it's all just, like, algorithms you'd learn. So, uh, Keaton, I don't know if you heard, this podcast is on the authentic podcast network and i heard that fact, is that real it's real it's real <laughs> and in fact somebody in authentic has heard that i have been doing this bit on podcast. <laughs> that's good they're listening yeah. well no we have a meeting about it <laughs> yeah they weren't super super thrilled but it keaton they have told me if this podcast hits double digits mm-hmm. and i'm saying not just one person listening 10 times in a queen's astoria apartment <laughs> as They've seen. They they're saying, "Wow! If this podcast picks up fans, it will become a talk show, filmed talk show, and they will help film the pilot." Isn't that exciting? That's amazing to have that backing. And they said they'd like me to start doing talk show things. That's the phrase. Talk things that happen in a talk show, <laughs> like bring a uh, Jack Hanna on or something. Bring Jack Hanna on. Bring the guy whose daughter. Is alive, but he's not the bring zoo the, man. Bring the guy okay. whose daughter, Bindi, 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 Bindi Irwin. Irwin. <laughs> I think that's bring how up. she likes to be referred to. <laughs> the guy whose the daughter. daughter is dead, but she's yeah. alive. Yeah. Oh. The mouthful, so, but this is all just to let you know, Keaton. This show is like, um, it's Alexis's uh, ESL practice. <laughs> that's right. It's coming along. It's, it's coming great. along. A lot of yes, synonyms. He has to pass the citizenship test. So this is to work out the kinks. It's not just ESL talking. It's ESL listening. So <laughs> Wow. English as a second listening. <laughs> so I'm going to do a monologue. Please don't interrupt. Okay. I'll mute. I'll mute. Thank you. But I, I will at the end. I'll have notes. Don't just, mute. Be, don't don't mute, mute because then the, then the background noise will sound strange. But, okay. Well, so... I'll Here's play my with my cube. <clears throat> I recently watched a viral video of a man in an electric wheelchair get confronted on a hiking path. In the video, he is coming up a hill 
when a man and a woman park their mountain bikes and the man steps in front of his wheelchair. You're not supposed to have that on a hiking path, said the man. It's a wheelchair, responds the disabled man. And, snottily responds the cyclist. And that means I can't walk, says the disabled man. I need a wheelchair to move. The cyclist's lady friend then responds, you should have led with that. And then they let the man in the wheelchair go. (laughs) I have two thoughts about this. One, we all know how much I hate to assume. But if somebody says they're in a wheelchair, you can assume they can't walk. Did the definition of wheelchair change in the last, I don't know, 7,000 years? (laughs) I know we haven't been in an office for a few months, but those chairs with wheels on the bottom? Yeah, nobody is calling them wheelchairs. Two, there's no better indicator that racism exists more than the countless videos of white people either making up rules or enforcing stupid rules. This is a nuanced point because the man in the wheelchair was white. But white people who think they're the police has become a new genre in 2020. In fact, that should replace the show Cops. There should just be a show called Whites, where white couples drive around their neighborhoods telling black homeowners they know the person who really owns that home and they should stop living there. Now I open it up to the panel. Have you ever confronted someone in public about the law? Keaton, we'll start with you. (laughs) Have I confronted someone in public about the law? (laughs) Have you ever been like, excuse me, sir? (laughs) It's illegal to to have that. No, I I truly don't think so. Pretty Mm -hmm. non-confrontational. I did see that video as well. Well, we could talk about that video. Wasn't that insane? Oh, it was truly insane. I, Especially I, just, yeah, the woman going, you should have led with that. As if, like, <laughs> open as, it up. like it's if you're differently abled, that's the thing you got to lead with for the rest of your life. You got to start every conversation with, hey, by the way, I need a wheelchair. <laughs> it's a Anyways. strong opening. You know, yeah. Otherwise, the audience is completely lost. If you don't exactly. establish the world, the worldview and the, the rules. They need, we need context. So obviously walk around stating your whole deal. <laughs> Also, the man in the video, he he is differently abled, but you can see his legs. Yeah, they're like sus- they're up. They're like it's right. Yeah, and I almost half expected the man to be like, "Well, obviously your legs are little. You barely use them. <laughs> you know <laughs> that's why you're in that chair. Yeah. Do some squats before you go hiking." Yeah, <laughs> I I also can't believe that that man has watched this himself go viral for stopping a man in a wheelchair and, like, enforcing this law about the parks or whatever, and he hasn't killed himself. <laughs> Can you imagine? Those people Even, don't... But they, he still thinks he's right, I'm sure. These yeah, people, sure. they don't learn a lesson just because... In fact, they go the opposite way. They're going to be the Nick Sandman. You know, he's going to be old Nick Sandman. Old Nick, old Nick Sandman. <laughs> on the <Have> farm. <laughs> wait, wait, so I, I did not see the video. So did the uh, the person in the wheelchair film it? Or was it the yes. person? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. That's, yeah. Because otherwise, like, that would have been real fucked up. <laughs> that yeah. would amazing. Like, who are you? Trying to Watch shame this. Me. I'm going to get this wheelchair guy. Hold on. <laughs> You're about to go viral, wheelchair Karen. Uh, <laughs> Man. But they're both like uh, they're all such a weird scenario too. They're like by, him and his wife are biking. They're they're off their bikes though, just to like confront this guy. It seems like right. Um, they park their bikes at the top of the hill. Which, by the way, there's a hill. So that's another thing that is funny because if he wasn't using an electric wheelchair, he probably would not have been able to yeah, that's climb a lot up of, that hill. You know. Yeah. And I say this as somebody. I work at BMCC, and I'm not saying this. This has happened maybe twice, but uh, there's a hill that goes up to the school, and it's very difficult for people with manual wheelchairs. And I have a, twice uh, helped so just push. You know, it takes nothing to push somebody up the the hill. And and when you see the video, the, the man cre- goes up to the crest of the hill, and they're just meeting, waiting for him. <laughs> this, this couple. <laughs> They were hoping and, to push him down. Oh yeah, my God. yeah, nice try. <laughs> I also want to know where in is there a similar contraption for people who can use their legs? I don't think so. I think it's a recumbent bike, maybe. Like 
Or, or what do you mean? Like the way he's positioned or? Perhaps, but it's electric. True, and, yeah. And so there, I don't know if it, this exists where a person who can use their legs can just sit on this kind of chair and move up it like George Jetson, <laughs> just up, the, up wherever they want, and they get confronted. Excuse me, sir. Can you walk? Yeah, it's like a, a, a seated segue. Right. Yeah, I don't think it exists. They basically thought they were like suddenly were in Minority Report time, mm-hmm. where it's like all oh, they got those BMWs flying up the hills. <laughs> Excuse me, if you're going to use the flying BMW, please go above the. <laughs> don't, don't this is for regular BMWs. <laughs> and uh, also, people who mountain bike, not not a good look. <laughs> you don't you don't normally see those people doing good stuff apparently and, and yet again yeah. i mean all bikers have i think a bad rap and it's just further reinforced i mean like remember that that guy they found out was a cop who was like on a bike and like ripped up little girls like oh, that's right. oh yeah that's right the signs signs the maryland footpath yeah yeah there we go all it's... bikers are cops <laughs> if you have a bike you're a cop sorry if you have, if you have those shorts that's True. what it is. If you have the shorts with the pad on the butt, mm. you're definitely a Republican That's... who loves nature. Or you're Alexis's girlfriend walking around the house. Oh, hello. hello. That's and not a, a pad. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I've checked. <laughs> and okay. did I get in trouble for it? Okay, I'm not saying it. Pause for editing. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely a Republican cop if you have one of those. These people are all Teddy Roosevelt's. They're all and they hate F. They hate Freddie. They hate Franklin Delano. He's in a wheelchair. Freddie Delano. (laughs) I called him Freddie. I don't know. We were close. His his mom dressed him up as a girl early on in life. So you you know, there you go. Freddie is fine. Nothing wrong. Fred Fred is short for Frank, or Frank is short for Fred. I always forget. I think Fred's short for Frederick. Yeah. (laughs) No. Frank Frank comes from Fred, like like Jim comes from John. Tim, I don't know. No, that's yeah. not your. There we go. Yes, Do you think practice. he's Frank Winstone? <laughs> Jim. Jim comes from James, right? And yes, right. Ted. Ted comes from Edward or Theodore. Theodore. Okay, forget it. <laughs> We're gonna edit all this out. <laughs> America oh, has right? a lot of names. If you really want to live here, you're gonna need to learn all of them. Uh, Alexis is running on the platform. Reduce the number of names to five. <laughs> Everyone's. You're either. Uh, you know, a Fred, a Ted. A Ned or a Ned, yeah. and that's it. You you're a Jim, you're yeah, a Pam. Jim. You're either a Jim or a Pam. Maybe you could be a Michael. <laughs> I'm just a Pam in a world of Jims. <laughs> so the, the point I was trying to make is that Fred comes from something. I don't, but I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> but I, I have. But to answer your main question, like, yeah, I don't think I've ever been like, hey, buddy, it's against the law to have an open container out here. Right. Have you have you guys ever stepped in I, there? I, I, that's what I was waiting for, Alex. Have you ever done? Have that? I ever done it? Um, I don't know. I've been on the the giving and receiving ends, and it's usually less of pointing out the law and more like I, I had. There was one occasion where a woman let her dog poop on a um, on a corner, you know, on the sidewalk, and I asked her to pick up her dog's poop, and she's like, "Oh, I don't have a bag," so I gave her a bag. <laughs> Uh, but I was I was very authoritative because she, you know the dog just shat and typically like I I don't try to enforce it because I think most people like on their own will just uh, will pick it up in most cases it's very rare that I see someone who doesn't uh, but I think I was offended because it was directly on like a corner uh, on like one of those slopes that are used for wheelchairs so if anyone passed through in a wheelchair or was just stepping they'd have to roll the dog a wheelchair shit. story yeah <laughs> to bring was it she in around. a wheelchair she was not a wheelchair no was a dog. <laughs> I did see a dog in a wheelchair this week. It was very sad. Um, no, no, no. She was she was able. I think she was. Uh, her daughter was running to catch a bus, and she wanted to walk her daughter across the street. But you know, so there were there were like circumstances. But I don't know. Like nobody benefits when your dog shits. Uh, in I want to say that's interesting. That is the one where I think people should confront each other. Yeah, my street is full of dog shit, mm. and nobody. It's funny because I think what happens is one person stops picking up dog shit. And then everybody's just like, no, forget it. We're, yeah. It's, it's funny because I, every once in a while it shows up my corner too. And part of me is tempted just to clean it up because, you know, I live, uh, live on the block. But part of me is also like, well, if I'm doing that, then I'm also enabling people just to, uh, to shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but it's like, you know, you got to put up with it either way. So it's a, it's a tricky balance. Well, um, that's the, that's the one I want to confront. I want to be a, like, you know how they do that thing where you can get the dog shit DNA? And oh, track- yeah. 
track who I want. That's the thing I want to do. I want to do minority report for that. <laughs> I want you want to be people. That, yeah, you want to be that. You want to be salamander, but for dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, salamander! Shit. Wait, yeah. why do they call him salamander? Do they call him salamander? <laughs> no, his name is Gerard. I thought I thought that too. His name is Girardi. The the secret society that he eventually tracks down is called Salamander. Oh, there's a secret society. I thought the, the whole thing was just about Belgian police tactics. Yeah. <laughs> no. The intricacies he, of the uh, bureaucracy. The, the Belgian police, their liberal uh, police force. <laughs> no, he... That's rude. It would be cool if his name was... That's wrong. crazy that they named the show after the secret society, because then... What if what he, have, what what if if he, he solves it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. I, I still got to call it Salamander. We got the yeah. posters already made. <laughs> we got to stick with it. Uh, to, it, to throw in one more uh, anecdote about uh, policing, so it reminds me of a time when I was uh, stopped, and it's when I I went out golfing uh, for the uh, oh, Latin man out gal- golfing. Yeah, there you already, go. That's, already that's already asking for it. I mm-hmm. was asking for it. Well, what happened was so on the first first hole, the first swing, um, I I hit the ball and it sliced, which means it curved. That's the way they say it, and it broke a window. And, you know, I just... I, first swing. <laughs> first swing, first hit. I was the first person up. Me and two other friends, one of whom is a minority, uh, when also went golfing. Uh, and it's a one of those planned developments that's built out on a golf course. So I didn't I didn't know where it went. I just like, oh, it sliced. It, like, landed in the rough somewhere or something. And these two guys come running, screaming, like, you know, stop where you are. Hold it right there. You just broke that man's window. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm so, I'm so sorry. And they're just like, well, we need all your information and everything else. And it was it was funny because they almost made it seem like uh, they thought I had done it on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> they, had come, they had come out with a golf ball and a golf club on a golf course, looking to looking to break windows, and were acting as if I'd committed some uh, capital offense. And it's I, don't know, I, I think if you live on a fucking golf course, you should expect that you know people are going to fucking hit your house with golf balls every once in a while. You should not have glass windows. Yeah, <laughs> you got to have plexiglass windows on, on a golf course. Yeah, so I you know the guy ended up being like pretty reasonable, but I think you know for whatever reason his guests thought that they were under attack. No one came out with guns. Fortunately, it wasn't like a McCloskey situation, but easily could have been. Did you have to pay? I did have to pay. It was one hundred and eighty dollars. This um, is ridiculous. <laughs> There should be golf insurance. Right. Let's, I went up to the clubhouse and said, like, hey, do you, you know, people here covered? And they're like, no, but it's just between, uh, it's between you and him, however you want to settle it. Like, that's the way it goes. I'm just like, I'm a, a guess. This, if I had been a drifter, what would, you, what would have the policy? Yeah. I mean, I guess he would have been covered by his own homeowner. That's, that was the other funny thing, too. They asked for my home. When they came and approached me, they asked for my uh, homeowner's policy insurance number. It was, like, the first question out of their mouths. Wow. I was like, people, I was like. People have insurance on their homes. I did not. I just assumed people have homes. People have homes. <laughs> I love that you think I did I, not I, live on this course. By the way, I was a guest of a uh, white friend. <laughs> I love that you think a drifter would come and get to play golf. They're like, sure, man, yeah. Well, that's, got- that's the way they addressed me. They treated me like I was some, uh, you know, some passing like scalawag uh, there to break windows and uh, cheat. I need clubs. Uh, yeah, so we ended up not playing any golf, unfortunately. Kind of sucked the. Uh, the <laughs> so that was the only you t- one the swing, first, last, only, only wow. time on a golf course. Yeah, I can't believe any of this. This is like some kind of trap. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I think Ooh, that that's that's a trap. good idea. Yeah. Regardless, you, regardless of where the ball goes, it could be dead center of the fairway. You're just like, hey, you just broke my friend's window. <laughs> Give me 180 bucks, bucks or else. <laughs> Every well, time a Latino swings a golf club, two white guys run out. <laughs> Excuse me. Like, uh, I didn't even hit a ball yet. There we go. Wild times. Oh, that's that's awful. One hundred and eighty bucks. One hundred eighty dollars. To- I was working at Mervin's uh, California, which is a now defunct uh, low end apparel uh, department store. Yeah. And uh, I think let's see, I was making seven dollars an hour. <laughs> So. You told me this story once. You said that one time one guy walked into Mervin's. Oh, right. And he said, he said I, according to my calculations, this sneaker should cost 10 cents. Yes. And then they were like, and they were like no, it's, a ten, a, it's $7. Yeah, and the guy, like, and he, it, was, it was wild. Yeah, the guy had been tracking a pair of shoes and clearance. And he said, based on our internal calculations and policies, uh, based on the fact that the shoe did not sell in the previous six months and had been on clearance for that period of time, we base we had to sell it to him for t- and he came in like ten minutes before store closed on a Friday night. Mervin's was open till like eleven on Fridays for some reason, <laughs> and like and like I think figured that uh, you know who who are we to argue with this um, this man this man's numbers and size drifter this is ra- Rain Man Rain Man wanted the shoe for Rain ten cents really yeah he was dressed like Rain Man uh, talked like it too but uh, yeah he didn't get his shoes I can only assume he shot up the store later. So... <laughs> <laughs> 
That's why they went out of business. Was there was there a Mervin? Uh, yeah, there was a Mervin. Uh, I looked at. I used to know this guy's story because everyone had to when you worked at Mervins. But yeah, it was a very. It was one of the largest uh, employers in my hometown. Uh, there were like three Mervin stores. I worked at the one out in the in Lodi near the unincorporated area, and uh, they went belly up. I think during the last Great Recession and uh, closed all like 130 stores. Wow. Okay, Alexis, what is Mervin short for? <laughs> It's uh, underwear? I don't no. know. This is know. the first question you're going to be asked on the citizen <laughs> no, test. No. <laughs> uh, I, when I was a kid, we used to go to this store on Jamaica Avenue called Ed's Shoes. And uh, there was owned by an Indian man. And my parents would call him Ed, right, for years. And then one day, I think it was like 13 or something like that. I think I went by myself. And I asked him, I was like, uh, so your name is Edward? Or, and he's like, no, it's just the name of the store. So I said, uh, why, why, are, why did my parents call you Ed for all these years? And he was just like, I don't know. Sometimes people just do that. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> he lives. He works in a store called Ed Shoes. That's why. I don't know. He, sometimes it's easier too. Like my dad had sort of a weird first name, so he always told people his name was Mike, uh, mm-hmm. and then people also just called him Shorty uh for some reason which is weird he always seemed very tall for me but, but his, his name wasn't mike at all no no his name was uh rosalio Rosalio. So that's probably why because oh. it's a very um you call him ross you call him ross hey ross, ross. oh ross yeah. you know the neighbor from friends <laughs> <laughs> you know the neighbor from friends. that's the, that's the way everyone uh pronounced it yeah. <laughs> they were on a break they were on a break <laughs> Would you be what more country is that accent from that you're doing? Yeah. Trenton, 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 New Jersey. Trenton accent. Ah. Yeah. It's it is it's interesting. I have met many immigrant men who feel very self conscious about their names, and they they were even my dad. His name is his name is Jorge, but he he would he would tell even who doesn't matter if you couldn't speak English at all. He'd be like, "You call me Jor." Just call me. George? Make your best George. effort. Make your best effort for George. George is like a hard name for Latinos because it's like uh, we don't have that like ju- like that strong or whatever. Yeah, uh, the, the ju the, sound. Yeah. Um, so it's like uh, he would just tell them to say Jor. So a lot of my family members just call us like Jor or George, George. It's that mm. sh- sound that they uh. don't have. So yeah, it's a little. The devil went down to Jor. <laughs> Looking for a soul to still. <laughs> I always thought it was weird. Like, uh, I mean, like when we learned foreign languages in school, we would have to pick a name. We'd have like yeah. I took French, and they're like, "You can need a French name." And uh, I don't know. I always thought that was bizarre. Why can't we just use our own names and say them in a French accent? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Keaton. Yeah. But you that Keaton's not a Latin. No, have, it's like you English. Have, you have well, to change it, right? I mean, they. I I went by Vincent, Vincent in oh, fr- in wow. French class. Pretty good, but that that was only in middle school, and then in, in high school, apparently, then the teacher could understand my name and call me Kitan. That's funny. It's funny. Uh, we yeah, there, that was a, an aspect I think in other uh, classes too. In high school, we had the same way as well. We each had to pick a French name. I think mine was uh, Francois. 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 When I was in. Uh, seventh and eighth grade our spanish teacher made us in for class pick a spanish version of our names right and uh my name is alexis alexis luis that's it that is a spanish name but she wouldn't accept it she was like alexis is not that's not a real spanish name and i was like yeah it is it's actually a very popular name for boys <laughs> in colombia and she'd be like no you'll be you'll be alejandro oh. so <laughs> she gave you she my name me, she made uh, me go by Alejandro. And I was even like, I, I, uh, that's the one I hated. I, I went by Alex, and I go by Alex by, for a lot of people, but I really just despised the name Alejandro because I was like, it's it's not even close. It, that's not my name. It's a different it's a different name. Alexis. 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 <laughs> uh, so let's let's go to the news, Keaton. Keaton, are mm. you a news guy? Do you follow the news at all? You know, I'd love to not follow the news, but in this climate... I know. You're bombarded. I hear there's a 24-hour news cycle. Did you hear about this? (laughs) Did you hear about this? And it can't... And it's getting blocked by a wheelchair, apparently. (laughs) So, I'm not sure if you heard, California has gone red. And I don't mean it's voting Republican, folks. (laughs) Phew. 
It's not the budget this time that's in the red. (laughs) It's the whole dang state. So there are fires all around California, mostly Northern California and Oregon, and uh, it's pretty bad. A few people have passed, have died in the fires, and they've evacuated. And that has created a horrible air situation. It has even turned San Francisco basically red-orange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my uh, right my sister lives in San Francisco, Hayes Valley, and she said that the uh, it's actually very cold because San Francisco generally is typically like pretty temperate, um, but because uh, so much of the sun is being blocked out by the smog, she said it has a uh, kind of a very a low key uh, extinction vibe <laughs> is the word that she used to describe it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and the pictures are just like you know it's like orange red. Uh, everything is just bathed in this like real unearthly like eerie glow. Yeah, everyone's comparing it to Blade Runner, and it's very uh, apt comparison. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very good. plotting and slow too. Yeah, it's like two and a half hours long, and then the credits appear at the there end in go. the sky. You see yeah. Ridley Scott. Yeah. Was Harrison Ford a robot or not? I I don't care. You'll I've find out. Go to San Francisco and find out. <laughs> I've never seen it. You never. See, there's two of them. You can yeah. see either. Now you should see the first one. But I watched. I'm not going to watch the original Blade Runner after I watched the original Dune, and then I was like, "This is the worst movie I have ever seen." Well, and I, I mean, always compare them. Dune is not. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dune. I didn't like it as a movie really well, but Sting's in it. Come on, you don't I like Sting so. as an actor? Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. He was, he was great in Bull Durham. Um. So- <laughs> You're going to fail that citizenship test. (laughs) The Bull Durham section is going to kill you, dude. I like that uh, a lot of people have been making this comment that when they take the picture of the red with their iPhone, their iPhone fixes the (laughs) Really? It makes it blue? It makes it blue, yeah. They said it takes the red out. And so people are like, I've had to download a special app to take a real picture. I wonder if iPhones are going to have this feature now where if you take a picture of climate change, it it, it filters just, in. Gets, gets rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Just acid rain oh pouring down and it turns it into just rainbows. Polar bear has like fatter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are well fed. This is good. The sea, yeah. Uh, augmented reality is the new reality, I guess, right? Yeah, we yeah. just get the Google Glass, and then we don't even see the red sky anymore. We just, it's all blue, it's all normal. <laughs> Facebook wants us to have Facebook glasses with Facebook earbuds. Did you hear Ooh. about that? No, is that a real thing? Yeah, they're, they've patented a new technology where not only do, do your glasses augment reality, but your ears pick up more sound. It's glasses with earbuds, Hmm. and I have to assume it's to listen to everything around you so you can do better ads. Yes. And not that that our phones aren't already doing that, apparently, (laughs) because, yeah, every time time I tell Aaron that it's date night, uh, I get an ad for an apology card, so... (laughs) I thought you were going to get an ad for Date Night the Movie. <laughs> Date Night the Movie. Well, th- didn't this all start? Well, didn't most of these start from the, that gender gender reveal party that went awry? Because there's, there's like eighteen fires so going on yeah. at once, yeah. and they all have like different source origins. Um, the, the gender the gender fire, funny as it is, and true as it is for that one fire, feels fake news. In a weird just way. a way to blame, yeah, someone instead of you know <laughs> humanity and capitalism, right? There you go. Even. Yeah, and it's also gender gender reveals have become a it's it's become political obviously and and they did it on purpose as well not that it's people who do gender reveal parties are completely blameless as well to the polemic but they have become political so now anybody who does a gender reveal party is considered right wing so basically the idea is that, oh, you know, here people are blaming left-wing people for destruction of property or whatever, but here we have right-wing people doing gender reveal parties. We don't even know who these people are, you know. Yeah. Pyrotechnics. Probably some rich liberal pyrotechnics. <laughs> what do you yeah. feel, like, uh, how do you feel that kid's going to, when that kid's born, he learns about his life? Yeah. yeah. What's he? What are they going to feel like? All the you killed thousands of people Yeah, because you had a dick. 
So. <laughs> was it a boy? I don't even. <laughs> oh, maybe you know it's probably a girl in like the red smoke. That's the fire, that would right? Make sense. There we go. The blue smoke is water. Yeah, the sky would have been <laughs> the sky would have been blue if it was a boy. Yeah, so, exactly. There you go. Uh, yeah, God. So yeah, so that yeah, that's one of them. And I don't know. I've been hearing um, a lot of different reasons. Like some people are. I mean, all of it is because of human encroachment in, uh, in nature. Like that's the underlying uh, cause. Uh, but there's been like some argument about like what's doing it. Like there's uh, there was an article, well, not an article. Uh, the Daily did an interesting podcast where they talked about how uh, land management used by the state uh, was ultimately to blame. Uh, sort of circling it back to uh, people who are allowed to build in these very uh, high risk fire areas and allowed to continuously go back and rebuild, uh, even though like insurance companies like don't want to insure them, and in a normal economy. Uh, they wouldn't be able to because the cost would be so high, but because the state forces them to cover them, uh, like people just keep going back out in the same places and the fires keep on getting started. And then uh, there's the other argument that the land land management practices um, just aren't geared towards preventing uh, fires in general. And so that's another reason why you have this overgrowth uh, that ultimately leads to uh, these uh, horrible nightmare apocalypse situations. California is odd because... Ben Carson, a few years ago, said that California's ur- urban, no, it's the rural, the rural suburban laws prevent people from having apartments, from living in apartment buildings. They're zoned for houses only. And he said, well, when you zone entire cities for only houses, people will have to spread out to find places to live. And it becomes impossible. It becomes too expensive. It was funny to me, though, because then, like, that. so Ben Carson said that in 2017 or whatever, and he's the Department of Housing, whatever. And then a couple years later, Trump was like, do you know that they're trying to change the laws to build apartments? <laughs> and I was like, that, yeah, that's your, yeah, your own guy said that. Do you want your neighborhood marred by duplexes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unnatural. Not what God wants. Yeah. Many such cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, it, but... I think that the the thing that annoys me is that uh, people who run the state are like, well, now you see it. Now you see climate change. Now you, now you see it. But it's like, well, you are in charge of, <laughs> right? <laughs> Where people can live. I don't know. I'm, yeah, there, there are several. Th- I mean, California, I mean, as a uh, son of the Golden State, um, it's, California has like a very complicated and complex uh, political and social situation. We have, uh, like I said, I've mentioned before, the state is truly more purple than it is blue. Uh, you, you have the uh, liberal coast. You have the uh, much more conservative uh, interior, the valley. And so the and the Constitution is like this weird hodgepodge mess where like certain things can be done. Uh, the amendments are added sort of like willy-nilly, but they don't repeal the previous amendments. So these things kind of like grow and, and build in conflict with each other. And the result is you kind of can't get anything uh, done on a on sort of a mass scale throughout the states, and so that's why we have these. Every it seems like every ten years we have these horrible situations where uh, the state is literally on fire, and uh, nothing can be done to uh, develop or change things because there's all these entrenched interests which prevent any kind of reform, like sort of large scale reform that you'd probably need to actually fix the problems. And and then they have the U.S. Constitution. Which right. overrides a lot of things they do as well. California is basically a colony. <laughs> it's a Martian colony. For the 14th yeah. colony. <laughs> yeah. well, and it's crazy too because every couple of years people are like, well, you know, the state should probably be 17 different states. Uh, and you get some Silicon Valley billionaires who are kind of like, yeah, you know, we'll, let's try to break it up into five and be more manageable this way. Uh, and then, you know, folks are like, well, you know, the problem is that the way that the resources are allocated, you'd get a horribly split state that still couldn't solve any of its problems because. <laughs> Portions of it don't have any any water. Uh, other parts of it would have no access to uh, to its crops or anything else. Like the, it's just such a complicated picture. They, um, whenever people want to split a state, and it happens in New York as well, it's just rich people who want slaves. <laughs> That's basically it. It's just hey, you know what? Like I'm so tired of paying these taxes to help people fund roads or something like that. I would like to have my own little uh, country, and then. Anybody who wants to work for me will work for $6 or less a day, and uh, that's it. We can't, we'll never make a new state because the flag would have to change in guys. Oh, boy. How would they design a new flag? 
That took Betsy Ross what a hundred years to do? <laughs> yeah, like from seven, up until 1950. She was yeah, just, you know, and she it killed her. It, by the way, it killed her. <laughs> she's dead. She fucking died. Do you think anyone else is going to want to design a flag knowing that is they'll she, die? Can you Google is she still alive? I mean, <laughs> let me check. Isn't the California flag just a bear? It's a bear on a little plot of land. Yeah, walking around. Yeah. Then, then what would the new flags be like? Northern California would be like the bear on fire or something. <laughs> and then, like, the, yeah, the bear, yeah, the bear says uh, low taxes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there you go. And then Southern California, it's a bear like just like touching a giant wall. <laughs> Mexican wall. There we go. Yeah. That, that, I don't know what the answer is, but. The, I'm, I'm surprised we haven't. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know nothing truly very little about it, but like. You know, humans have been around a long time. We have not found a way to really keep fires where they should be <laughs> or, like, to stop fires. We only discovered it 5,000 years ago. Okay? Yeah. Figuring, it's like the coronavirus. The situation changes every day. Sometimes it's friendly. Sometimes it's not so friendly. <laughs> sometimes we like fires. Sometimes, sometimes fire we bad, don't. Sometimes fire bad. <laughs> we all like flame-broiled whoppers, but we don't like it when the flame broils our mansions. Okay. All right. Well. Also, am I nuts? Is there not a way to build a moat to keep both the fires and the poor people out? You know what I mean? <laughs> there, ha- you can pick, pick one. You can't keep them both out. I, I guess. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, you got to pipe the water in from upstate to go down. There, you know, Chinatown was all about this, basically. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> water rights. the water rights. The Romans get the Romans. Forget about it, Alexis. The aqueducts. Yeah. Forget about Alexis. It's Alternatino. People. People. <laughs> if people. If I had a mansion in uh, California, people would be like, wow, that one mansion is still standing up. And there would be, they would go look it up and there's like, there'd be a moat all around, no grass, no trees. I have to believe there's got to be a way to stop fires this way. Yes, water. Then what do you, do you have a moat? What if there one, there's no fires? What do you, do you have a bridge? Do you have a drawbridge? Do you, you, you're trying to build up like a thiefdom. You're trying to be a lord. (laughs) This is my goal. There you go, a lord. I love this. With many ladies. Mm. <laughs> Lasses. Yeah. Lasses. There you go. Lasses. <laughs> and even a wench. <laughs> so, so speak, speaking of many ladies, college is open again, Woo. apparently. Back, we're back to school, back to... Apparently you work at a college. <laughs> I work at a college, apparently. My, my college is completely online, though, mm. which is different. And they have... Usually, usually the thing you catch in the first week of college is a heartbreak. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. both, both Alex and Keaton are shaking their heads at me violently. Don't, don't, Please don't do don't it. Say don't it. say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Scarlet fever. <laughs> first thing you catch in college is a heartbreak. Not anymore, folks. Now you catch Corona in big old parties, and then they have to close the schools, which is the sad thing. But look. I don't. You can't, as as I've said in college, you can't be half pregnant. So you can't reopen school, have people interacting, and then say, "Oh, by the way, don't catch corona." Everybody's trying not to catch corona. <laughs> you know, I'm trying. I am actively not trying to catch corona. Okay, but if you stuff people into a a school, people are gonna be people are gonna be catching the the sea. Okay. You're right. I mean, you're right. <laughs> Not Alexis's. No, sir. <laughs> no, nobody catches that. <laughs> no, no, they get it though. <laughs> they get it. So yeah, wait. Have but like recently, some colleges have been like, "All right, we've messed up. We're going all online." Yes. Or- yeah. It just happened. Even in Oneonta, they reopened and like 600 kids got uh, Corona and they closed. the The funny thing now, you know, I've been. Digging on liberals the entire show, but the funny thing about the conservative reaction is some of them are saying, well, people aren't going to the hospital, so it's not a big deal. But uh, uh, the reason why people are not going to the hospital is because when people start getting sick, we immediately shut down and stop spreading. Like, like the th- like we are actively doing things to stop people from dying that's the other weird thing that i don't get like oh well the hospitals aren't full so why are why do you guys so afraid of the corona right they're not full (laughs) because we are doing things to make sure they don't get right there's a uh, mitigation response 
that's, that's that drives me crazy. It really <laughs> does. It drives me nuts um, to see that online. Uh, uh, and, and obviously, I I'm not in an echo chamber. I love to see both sides. Uh, but uh, the the igno- people ignoring the mitigation, it just drives me nuts. I don't know. <sighs> I, I, I mean. I mean, yeah, I guess I just don't understand why you can't do it online. There's yeah. no reason not to. I think they just, they want people to, they want to get the tuition money and people feel like they're not being robbed, even though, <laughs> that's a, you know, that's exactly regardless. Right. I mean, yeah, college is basically hotel, right? Like, that's yeah. the, stay the here for four time. years. It just costs. That's right. It's either uh, kids or uh, Upper West Side homeless. So yeah. <laughs> take your, <laughs> the kids look like they have more fun. I don't know. <laughs> they definitely have seen a higher dropout rate when they go online. Yeah. Uh, so they believe that if by pretending to be normal, they they will get the kids to enroll and blow their li- That's another funny thing. It's like <laughs> ruin their lives. Ruin their lives. Come ruin your life. Yeah, um, guy. Yeah. 100 spend $180,000 in 4 years. Oh my god. I yeah. mean, the fact that even that is still <laughs> happening is insane to me, but whatever. Did, did you guys go to like expensive school, <laughs> Alex? I know you did. What? Uh, keep... Oh, oh, well, that was that was law school. Yeah. I, mean, I could have done done that online. Yeah. I would have, but no, I went to uh, I went to UC Davis, uh, so a big uh, public school out in California. Oh, uh, I think good. something like twenty five thousand undergrads or something at the time that I was going. Uh, but yeah, but I definitely looking back on it, I I think I got off pretty cheap for undergrad. Like I think the whole thing. Loan wise was about twenty k. Uh, after like, uh-huh. I didn't get scholarships, but grants and other stuff, assist hand me downs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> about twenty thousand dollars. But I don't know. But, but part of me wishes that I could have done. Maybe I would have done better in an online environment because I I did not enjoy going to college. It was not like a super fun experience for me. I went Same. to St. John's on a scholarship. So and I, I had I had a little bit of loan, but I paid them off. How about you, Keaton? Uh, I went to two different public schools, University of Penn, uh, Penn State and then oh, University of Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. oh wow. Very Not cool. as good, but that's <laughs> two Ps. <laughs> the two Ps. The two Ps. Well, what was your experience like? Were you, did you enjoy it or what was the... I did, I, so I went to Penn State for one year and then transferred to, uh, to Pitt. And no, yeah, I had, I had a similar, like, didn't, didn't love college. Um, and that's why, like... If online was an option, I would have been all <laughs> over that. I'm like, great, I don't have to go into class. I can just yeah. do this all from home. Yeah, I think eventually, some. I think someday they'll get to it. I think you know, sort of like the situation in California. There's a lot of entrenched interests. Um, there's a big money machine, obviously, yes. uh, that uh, mortgages uh, young people's futures uh, to pay for uh, bigger facilities. And uh, and yeah, so there's there's interest in like even yeah, some colleges have even said that they're they're really hoping. Uh, that things do get back to normal because if they if they have to go a year or two years with declining enrollment and uh, everything else, they might have to lower tuition eventually, <laughs> which is oh, really what? concerning for them. Excuse me, I yeah, I, I was so easily distracted. I did like the college experience. I think it helped me grow up. I helped run the theater group for a couple of years, and I learned a lot about theater and comedy, which is really helpful. But uh, I was so distracted in class. I was just, I just hate being, I hate sitting in class, you know, and just sit listening to a two hour lecture. It's just so boring and just. Like, that was, and that was before smartphones. Right. Oh, yeah. Imagine yeah. you now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, uh, I would not have been a good student now. I don't know. I don't think so. I wish, I w- an online class would be good because it's like a video game. Yes, like exactly. Thing. You pick your avatar. You kill who you don't like. <laughs> you... That's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I used to play uh, when World of Warcraft came out. You I, ask an Asian student to oh uh, do it. <laughs> Alexis, no. Interrupt an anecdote to not color joke. Our Asian American brethren, you are failing ah. that citizenship test, my friend. <laughs> Honestly, that could help you on the test. It I don't know. Yeah, depends on the yeah depends on the thing. Visit the country. Um, no, I mean, like, yeah, the, the most exciting thing to me about um, college was probably a, a super strong internet connection. Uh, mm. Saying that as a kid who grew up, grew up with a dial-up. Uh, so it was, yeah, that was like a, you know, I could play games and uh, pornography. You know, it was Dude, great. Dude, Penn fun. State was the worst about that. Cause really? Like, they were like, you, you, they gave you a certain amount of bandwidth. They're like, you get a, you get a gigabyte a month. It was, it was something Are insane. You me? It was something <laughs> insanely small. And 
All right, I'm gonna yeah, was... Bangro's video last. <laughs> <laughs> you can only download, download one Bangro. Yeah, you gotta download it. You couldn't bro. do. You couldn't download the bros. You can only download one bro. It was Bang Bro. <laughs> Bang Bro. My well, in those days there was no online like uh, streaming porn. You had to download it from and, Kazaa uh, and LimeWire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you and then you uh, like memorize the dialogue. You're like, <laughs> all right, get to the yeah, re- replay it in your head. Clips. Yeah, oh, exactly. Later. Come on, there's got to be some other way to pay for this. Come on, let's go. I also remember Penn State had some weird partnership with Napster. They're like, everyone can use Napster. This is when Napster went like legal and oh, like yeah for like a hot minute. Nice. But it was also terrible. They're like, everyone can use Napster, but also you only get one gig a month. (laughs) Remember, kids? (laughs) Yeah, old man Penn State was like, remember, kids? Make it last. (laughs) The funny thing about Napster is uh, people were saying, and maybe it's true for some people, but they were like, you know, uh, artists make more money when their music is on Napster. And uh, and it was funny because even then when I was like using Napster heavily, I was like, oh, no, no, I'm I'm stealing. I'm 100% stealing. (laughs) You know what you're doing. Not borrowing. You, you know, not. you're taking Metallica's lunch away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Borrow. Remember, they were doing the MTV Music Awards, and they were like literally fighting, like because I think, uh, uh, I think he was there. The Napster guy, uh, Parker, Sean Parker, Sean Parker. He Sean. was there, and he did a thing where he was just like, you know, I'm gonna let my friend borrow a shirt. You know, when you let your friends borrow, and then like, who's the lead singer of Metallica? Stap? Or no, that's. Uh, Lars Ulrich, maybe? Or oh, is Lars he the, Van, is Lars, Lars Van Ulrich? I don't know. Wow, people are going nuts. People are listening to this. They don't know. Stapp yeah. is a Creed, maybe? Isn't Scott Stapp yeah, Creed? Yeah, or, Scott, uh, is Creed. I'm so sorry that I'll I'll, uh, I'll edit that out. Uh, uh, James Hetfield. It's the lead singer. James Hetfield. Lars uh, is in the band. He's yeah, he's the drummer, I think. Right? Yeah. But uh, then they were in the audience, and they cut to them, and they were just like, fuck you guys, <laughs> or whatever. And then, like, then Metallica made a sketch where they were like, a uh, guy was downloading the music and he was just like, I'm just borrowing it from you. And he's like, yeah, you want to borrow it? You want to borrow my STDs? And like, it was fucking amazing. Imagine being the sketch writer approached by Metallica. Right. Like, hey, we need, a, we need to get him back. We need to get Sean Parker. We need to get Sean Parker back. I also need to let about 700 women know. That they should <laughs> yeah, I, I have chlamydia. Put, figure, put something together. You're a writer. Yeah. You're funny. I don't know. Yeah. Make it 20 pages. Yeah. <laughs> You're a writer. That's a, Every writer hears that, by the way. And that's real. We all hear the phrase, you're a writer, you can figure it out. You like, got it. <laughs> these are, these are uh, more than just symbols to you. You know, make it make sense. <laughs> <laughs> you do this, right? This is what you do. Edit well, this video. You're a writer. Edit yeah. this video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Fuck my that's daughter. You're a writer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so speaking of writer, you like that uh, uh, transition. Maybe. I don't know what it's into. Yeah. Speaking of writer, Bob, Bobby Woodward, uh, ah. the old... Uh, of the old uh, uh, Woodward and Gleason uh, <laughs> yeah. comedy duo. To the, to the, to the Watergate with <laughs> yeah. you. Woodward, Stills, and Nash, yes. Yeah. He, uh, he, I actually haven't really done much. I've only heard, I've only read about this through other people's tweets. And uh, apparently, from what I've gathered, and Alex, you can clear it up. He did an interview with Trump in February Uh-oh. or whatever, where Trump said, yeah, downplaying it on purpose because I want people to panic whatever and uh, he was releasing a book where he said Trump knew that the virus is deadly which you know spoiler alert (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Trump lied and uh, uh, and people are upset being like wow this is a smoking gun this is a smoking gun and as we know about Trump first of all we'll get this out of the way Uh, as soon as there's a smoking gun on Trump he's firing another gun (laughs) So it, it'll distract him from the smoking gun with yeah. the actual gun. He's, const, he's constantly firing. He's like uh, Elmer Fudd. Or, yeah. Not Elmer Fudd, the other one, the cowboy. Yeah. Oh, Yosemite yeah. Sam. Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, that's how he gets you because, like, you can't even look over the, you know, when cops are behind a corner, like, they're just trying to look real quick. Like, and there's like, there's no way to look at the smoking gun because he's already fired. He's like, he's got another gun. Yeah, he's like, a, he's a scandal magician. Mm-hmm. You're always looking in the wrong, you're looking at the place he wants you to look when he's doing something else over yeah. there. And uh, secondly, I, this might be, I feel like this is popular opinion. People like that the president downplayed the virus. People yeah. like it. I mean, like the I, I remember hearing about it, and you know, you, to the extent you're shocked by anything, 
Um, it was sort of like a, I was thinking back on it thinking like, well, you know, that's sort of the, the way that's what chief executives have done, have always done. Uh, it's often been, you know, uh, we have nothing to fear, but fear itself. I mean, uh, objectively a lie. (laughs) There are many things to fear in a, (laughs) in a great, in a, in a period called the great depression when there are, uh, wars brewing abroad and a lot of uncertainty. Well, they weren't calling it that then. Right, right. They were like, this this is the great depression. Yeah. This is just, uh, this is great. Uh, what's it called? Just slow. It's the great slowdown. But don't worry. The first world war is coming. (laughs) Yeah. The first. And we'll have another and maybe whatever. I don't know. We'll see. They're still trying to name the last one at the time. So yeah, I mean, like, that's and that's a, a thing in politics and, and in companies too it's always you know uh they always be closing speech or whatever like we you know we know that you know it's full of shit uh because life is full of shit uh but the uh the president uh i guess in a way is always trying to assure people that things are going to be better turn the corner or, or what have you granted the uh the way that the message was carried was highly irresponsible uh, <laughs> well yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it did le- probably led to the deaths of several thousand people um, but yeah, but there have been countless examples in American history where things have been worse, and we've been told that they're they're fine, more or less. Yeah. Well, uh, the uh, uh, BP oil spill, <laughs> just, <laughs> just a couple just, drops. That's top, a couple. Of, yeah. Very top. Heck of a job, Brownie. You know the mm-hmm. whole uh, the whole thing. New Orleans. Uh, yeah, anything down south. Yeah, really. Uh, the I thing mean, is, what, I mean, like people panic regardless. It's just like. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, I guess people would have panicked more, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he doesn't care. He, and also, even talking to people, my modern friends, they're like, yeah, I mean, it's better to pretend things are okay than to... And I'm always like, no, it isn't. <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. That's the worst thing you can do. Uh, <laughs> but that seems to be a consensus among a lot of people who are like moderate. They're like, yeah, it's better to, you know, you want life to go on. You want life well, think to be of, normal. Think about also, you know, we're, we're recording this on nine twelve. Um, thinking about 9-11, there's that, there was that moment, uh, very famous moment when uh, George Bush was told about the attacks on the Twin Towers. Uh, he was in the middle of reading... America is under attack. America is under it. attack. Uh, and he just continue, he continues reading the My Baby Goat story to the kids. Yeah. The respons- you know, as responsible adults would have been to put it down to like, kids, America is under attack. Find your luck. Kids, kids, grab a rifle. We're going. We're there going we go. to this Afghanistan. <laughs> The shit is hitting the fan, and we're going to be... I mean, the thing is, like, you know, it's been... To some extent, like, we... Like, a lot of people faulted him, uh, you know, or made, you know, made uh, hay out of the fact that, like, he continued reading. He didn't lose his cool and, like, you know, in the press conference and jump into, uh, you know, planning the American response. You know, he uh, he continued business as usual. But, uh, but so, we don't know. That book could have been really riveting. He's just like, I, 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 yeah. I need to finish this book. He, you see what, what in, happens to this goat. Yeah. In, in the Michael Moore video, he even picks up the book and just starts reading ahead just to see what, <laughs> to see what happens. How many uh, more pages is this going to be? I might have to that, nuke something in a couple minutes. That was funny, too, because people were like, well, there's two things Bush could have done. Because like, the liberals were like, well, he should have gotten up and left. And the Republicans were like, what, he's going to tell the kids that there was a terrorist attack? And then I was like, well... You know, he can do... He doesn't have to do that. He doesn't have to do yeah, that. Yeah, like, I, I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah. Goodbye. I have really bad diarrhea. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> that that classic, old, uh, yeah. Big old diarrhea rant. Um, or, or his secretary comes up. Mr. President, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, kids. The president has diarrhea. <laughs> sorry, kids. Sorry. Kids. I noticed got, it. He didn't even notice it. Yeah, I had to notice it. It's and I my saw job it. as the yeah. Secretary of the Interior. <laughs> they, they, they always do that thing, too, where, like, they give a signal to their secretary to cut it short, and then the secretary comes over, and then they have to pretend they want to stay. So, right. like, that'd be really funny if, like, the secretary comes over and be like, uh, uh, sorry, folks, the president has to go. It's like, oh, really? Oh, come really? on. You're halfway through the book. book. Yeah. Come on. These kids well, paid for a show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's. Uh, I, I again, it's not going to change. I think that the thing that is going to change people's opinion is uh, the economy. But again, and I think Alex, this is like the big thing that we kind of always disagree on. Yeah, it's not the overall economy; it's the economy for the swing voters who are on the lower end of the scale. And if they, and this is why I thought Biden was going to win even from like January, if they don't see their prospects getting better with healthcare and uh, uh, 40 hour work week and, 
you know, uh, housing and things like that, they they typically switch sides or don't vote. And I think Biden was making a better case for them. Mm-hmm. And I think now it's like supercharged because of Corona. Because of the circumstances. Think, yeah. yeah. I mean, to, like I said, historically, if the if the macro has been pretty strong, uh, the incumbent tends to win. And there's there was some argument that we were headed sort of for a recession uh, going into this year that had been uh, sort of on uh, kind of like a prospect. And I guess the the coronavirus would have been an excellent opportunity to inject more stimulus uh, and to really sort of supercharge the economy. And of course, because now we're left to a uh, political solution on that, that's unlikely to happen. But yeah, but I, I agree to some extent. I mean, if people see that if you're a uh, retiree or somebody whose future is sort of tied up in the markets, uh, everything that's happened, like the last two, you know, two to three weeks in the last six months uh, has been uh, very disconcerting and is, is disconcerting for the uh, for future prospects as well. So, so, yeah, so to some extent, I think there there might have been there was some weakness in the economy, but I don't I don't necessarily know that it would have hit sort of the uh, the boiling point without the virus that would have been enough to take down uh, Donald Trump in 2020. Well, you know, at my Antifa meetings, we knew the virus was coming. We knew where to spread it. <laughs> there you go. You guys didn't have you guys booked Bernstein. That was your problem. That's <laughs> That motherfucker doesn't write anything. <laughs> doesn't even record the conversations. He just talks. I like that they always keep saying uh, Woodward of Woodward and Bernstein. <laughs> like Woodward's like, what the fuck, man? There we go. We haven't we haven't but made Bernstein music does... for years. Yeah, chair. Bernstein, of Sunny and Chair. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, that was well, Sunny was a Sunny was Sunny of Sunny and Chair. Yeah, that's years true. And years but he, then he became a congressman. So you know, see, any, rags to riches, truly. <laughs> Did he? He hit the tree, right? He, yeah. he hit the tree. Well, right? the tree hit him. If you well, really, if we really want to be, if you want to be. <laughs> but then somebody else died hitting a tree, right? A oh, Kennedy. Someone died hitting. A, well, let's see. There was the, a Kennedy died that year. Skakel, uh hitting a tree. That's crazy. Skiing. There, there, too? there were uh, yeah. I think skiing, there were three yeah. skiing accidents that year. It was Bono, Skake, Michael Skakel, and uh, there was one more person too. Uh, well, yeah, Natasha. Um, uh, Richardson? Does that sound right? Wow. Uh, Liam Neeson's Natal- wife. Yes. Oh. That's awful. Red you should, uh, I mean, wow. Oh. I'm not. Look, I think she might have died in an avalanche. She might. She had an avalanche? I don't think it was an avalanche. An avalanche? That'd be very odd if Liam Neeson's wife died in an avalanche. That seems very apropos. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he have an avalanche movie or something where he, like, made a claws out of, like. <laughs> oh, that was uh, the, the secret? What was it called? The, the, the gray. The gray. That was the, the gray. gray. Yeah. That's no. right. It was the one with the uh, poem. Yeah. I, want, I wanted to do that movie because my wife <laughs> similar way. Now, this is how I would have saved her. Yeah. She was eaten by wolves. Yeah. <laughs> I would have punched the wolves away. They say it's the second worst way to go. Yeah. <laughs> and pause for editing and. A lot of pauses. This yeah. is mainly going to be pauses, <laughs> this, I feel. Uh, this podcast is 50 seconds long. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's our show. Uh, Keaton, Keaton, thanks for doing it. Did you thanks have fun? for having me. It was fun. It was fun to talk with you both. Uh, Keaton, where can the people see you? Um, are you still performing any indie indie shows <laughs> in your indie team? Uh, you can see me at the Triple Crown most nights mm-hmm. if Steve Ling will allow it. Yeah. You and Steve run that joint. That's right. Yeah, we run it together, but I mean, it's. He's got the power. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, day He's camp the, kids, all right? They yeah. still uh, day camp up? kids. We got a pitch. We got a show at the pit. Uh, it's a tug of war. It's <laughs> it's like cage match, but it's less attended. Um, what else? Oh, that always oh, yeah. used to crack me up when people would do their own cage match, and it was just the teams voting for like themselves. Yes. Like whoever had the most, you won. Yes, yes. Um, uh, hey, that's all we had, and that was that was the heyday of improv, by the way. And look what they built. Yes. Look at us. So you're, aren't you a Comedy Central uh, a featured uh, personality? I'm a, a digital creator. <laughs> so basically, I'm a featured player. Featured. I'm not on. I'm not on the uh, what are they? Repertory. repertory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so repertory. Is... Repertory is Crank Yankers and Daniel Tosh. Oh my god! And <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. He did and get canceled you have and murdered. And his amazing AI. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have my, right. my pod. You're, you're in the. Uh, uh, <laughs> 
Uh, this is such a funny thing. It's like anybody who's listening to this follows follows you on Twitter, and like you have like way like you have like what thousands of Twitter followers. But it's like very funny to be like, by the way, if you've never heard of Keaton and you want to follow him on Twitter, <laughs> yeah, please do. If if you're gone this far and you don't know who I mean, who are you know at Keaton Patty, there you go uh, at Keaton Patty or at Twitter. Vincent Patty if you're in my French class. <laughs> uh, uh, cool, and uh, and that's it. Yeah, Comedy Central, Twitter, good. Yeah, and and Keaton is very funny. So you guys should check. <laughs> out. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of the top 100 people who should be on a weekend team at a theater that doesn't really exist anymore. Despite what you've heard over the last hour, Keaton is very, very. Fun. We assure you. You said you're you're gonna add the laughs. You're gonna sweeten. You're gonna sweeten the my laughs. Yeah, sweeten the Keaton. Add the laughs. Uh, it's subtractive as well. Uh, okay. Well. And as we do every episode, uh, to uh, different, uh, uh, differing, uh, well, forget it, I don't even know what I'm looking for, Uh, we always end with a final thought from Alex Estrada. There we go. Uh, Alex, do you have a final thought? Well, yeah, I've been able to reflect on the things that we discussed this episode, and I've I've decided that uh, California does indeed need to be split into different states. Uh, and I would I would like to venture and I'd like to add uh, to the ballot this November uh, a proposition uh, to have uh, the state of California split. And I would like to run uh, Mervyn's California. Yes. <laughs> yes. Could, you know, we're, you know, low tax. Mervinator. That's right. Low taxes, low fires. And we Eight will cents. deny citizenship to Alexis Pereira. Oh, yes. that's a state. Yes. That's I will vote. State. I don't live in California, but I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote in California just for that. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.